Welcome back to Self Transformation Radio. I'm your host, Caitlin Pyle, and this is the last episode I'm recording for the year. You may be listening to it in the beginning of the year. All I know is that it is the best time for you to be listening to this episode whenever you are listening to it. And as I started speaking, I have to say, I feel better already. I have been spending the last few days with my family, and that's an exaggeration because it's my mom and her husband, and then my sister was here for like a day and a half, and I'm feeling kind of squished, and I don't mean that physically, but when I say feeling squished, I mean mentally and emotionally. I don't feel like I have the space to really express myself when I'm at my mom's house, especially when my sister's around. And neither of them listen to my podcast, so I'm just speaking freely because this is my space that I have created for me to share and to express myself. And I'm creating it so in that way, you can feel that you have permission to create your own space and share Yeah. And it's really not like you need permission because that's the truth. We don't need permission to express ourselves, but sometimes it's just better not to because the people that you might be around are not necessarily supportive. And that's a big reason why I'm creating what I'm creating this year and next year and in my life in general is because the people that you're the family that you're born into, I guess, may not always be your best support system. We have to go and seek that out and we have to be that for ourselves. And it feels so good to be speaking right now because I think that's why that's why I haven't felt so good. I mean, I haven't been eating the best either. And I have to say that makes such a huge difference when you're eating holiday food and maybe eating more than you normally would or you're not maybe hydrating as well, maybe not even sleeping as well, or you're not moving as much. All those things can add up and create a mood that is less than vibrant and a feeling, a general feeling of less than vibrant. I have been feeling it, you guys. I have not felt the greatest and I wouldn't call it like depression because I've been very aware of you know what's causing it and it's not the kind of depression that I really felt trapped by. I know that it's going to go away, this kind of bogginess I guess which I know has to do with the food I've been eating too the brain the mental brain fog but it's not I mean I sat down and I wrote a bunch of content yesterday in fact I am working on I just wrapped up the draft of a workshop that will originally was going to be part of the transform retreat that you may have heard about if you are on my email list and if you're not you can go to caitlinpile.com and get that or find me on social media the gate awakening and go to my link tree i'll make sure there's links in the show notes as well to that so you can get on my email list but i am planning a virtual retreat a whole weekend together and at this point i'm planning it to be at the end of february but with how (laughs) it's hard to match up with everybody's pace right so i'm working with some other people to put this together And I just don't know if they're going to have everything done in time for me to do what I want to do with the amount of time I want to do it in, if that makes sense. So there's moving parts to this. There's other people involved. And while I ideally want to do it in the last weekend in February, and that's what I've told my friends on my email list, my community, that it will be on the end of February or in the end of February, I'm trying to open myself up to be flexible with that. That said, 
what I was working on yesterday was originally going to be a part of that retreat, but I may be able to release that sooner. Again, there's other moving parts to it. Like, okay, I got to host the video. I got to set up the page. I got to make sure that when my tribe pays for this workshop, and I think it's going to be really good. I may even be able to record the first version of it today. And it's in a new format that I think you guys are like, but I want everything to work properly, you know, because you got to host the video. You got to make sure that people get access to it and that it's kind of easy to work with otherwise it's annoying right and you don't want that so that's kind of what I've been working on I'm excited about it I'm excited about the content itself I think it's it's expanding because a lot of people have told me they've read my pdf and that's kind of like a taste of what's going to be in this new workshop which is a taste of what's going to be happening over the retreat weekend and that's called transform I at this point I'm not sure what I want to call the workshop probably this is why you're stuck workshop something very direct and clear because we're talking about that we're talking about why am I stuck? Am I stuck forever? Why is nothing working? That sort of thing. And that is what the workshop is about. And that's a, a big theme. People tell me that they learn better when people walk them through the information. So I'm going to be trying out a new format with this workshop, something that I'm calling the scroll format. And it's kind of like... I, I like it because it's fluff free. You know, you're not going to be seeing these like beautiful slides, which can somewhat be distracting. I find them distracting. So I'm taking away all the frills and just getting getting you guys like the meat and potatoes information and walking you through it in a slow format that you guys can either read if you want to or follow along, hit pause. It's going to be it's going to be really good. So, yeah, but coming on here, I... I just need the space to decompress and I love sharing what's going on in my life with you guys. That's why I like to start out every episode telling you a little bit about what's going on. I am back in Florida. I visited quite a few friends. I visited my ex-boyfriend, but I left. <laughs> I, you guys will probably laugh at this. He's not my ex-husband, right? He's my ex-boyfriend and we've kind of been on and off a little bit this year but mostly off like I broke up with him in January and I cut things off I hadn't seen him since January I cut things off and a couple months later he would slither back into my inbox or my text messages and have something to say and we kind of started chatting it's like he would give me time to cool off and forget about how shitty he was and when I say shitty I don't mean that to be insulting I just mean he's he's emotionally immature he's emotionally stunted I wouldn't say he's a narcissist at all. He's just not emotionally intelligent. His dad left his mom when he was two years old. He really didn't have a strong father figure. He doesn't seem to have a real appreciation for women and how different we are from men. He has very feminine tendencies in that he's perfectly fine being a receiver, but he seems to be very not generous in terms of giving, which is very much a masculine quality if you've done any research into the energy of a masculine man and energy of a feminine woman so that those energies need to be balanced and it never really was balanced. I didn't feel like he had any inclination to protect or provide, not that I needed any provision, right? I can take care of myself. I'm an independent woman, but he saw that as a good thing for him and that he actually told me, he's like, I like that you don't need me. And I was like, okay, yeah, but don't you want to be a provider? I mean, isn't that like ingrained in most men or is that just like a made up myth? I guess I'm still trying to figure it out, but it was all year it had been like this where I think I was in New Orleans and he messaged me and I should have just blocked him, right? But I did 
didn't. Because I don't like blocking people. He's like, would it be okay if we stayed in touch? And I was like, why? And he flat out told me, he's like, it's for selfish reasons. And I should have listened. You know, that there's a quote by Maya Angelou that says, when people tell you who they are, believe them the first time or show you who they are, believe them the first time. And I had every reason to stay away from him, but he just kept coming back and coming back. And, and I would engage with him. He'd waste my energy and I would tell him, look, this isn't good for me. I don't think you can have an intelligent conversation at all, like a mature emotional conversation. But then he comes back and he asks me if I need my gate opener, garage door opener that I had left in his car like way back in January. And I said, no, I don't really need it. But then somehow we kept talking. Like somehow he engaged with me in a way, asked me a certain question. Like he's guess I guess he's just really good. I And I hate calling people manipulative because I honestly don't think he has any clue unless because he, he seems to really believe that he is a good, upstanding person that makes the world better. And he believes he's self-aware, but somebody who's self-aware doesn't act like that. I think there's levels of self-awareness, in other words. So I ended up seeing him this past weekend on Friday, and I stayed at his place, and I shouldn't have. And part of me is like, I can't believe I'm telling you guys this, but I'm just being real with my life and how I am growing and changing and how I got rid of this guy. Because what happened was the next day, or the next night, actually, I got up because he was on the couch like he'd fallen asleep on the couch watching YouTube videos by himself. And he'd been doing that for hours, like basically ignoring me after we hadn't seen each other. And we were supposed to be spending a nice weekend together. And there's more details to it than that. Like he was supposed to get a hotel. And then the last minute he's like, oh, I'm not in a spot to get a hotel. Anyway, it was pretty gross, pretty gross. And so I kind of just got fed up with it. And I was like, I'm not going to just like I'm not going to be able to sleep because I feel so like unsafe in the presence of this man. Despite us being in an apartment alone, there was nothing physically unsafe about it. But emotionally unsafe, I felt used, discarded, unimportant, unvaluable to him. I did not feel like a priority. I felt like an option. So what I did... (laughs) Was I got up and he was sleeping on the couch. All my like my bag was next to the couch. So I just got up. I put all my stuff in a bag and that woke him up. He's like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. He's like, why are you leaving? I'm like, because you don't even want to spend time with me. You are ignoring me. And I'm tired of trying to show you that I deserve better. I'm just done. And I saw a meme on Instagram recently or like a quote graphic that said, you don't need to be angry. You don't need to be sad or irritated or whatever it was. You just need to be done. And I think I saw that maybe the day after this happened. So Sunday, because that's what I did. I got I got back to my van because I had parked my van at a boat launch in Tampa. And I paid 30 bucks to get somebody to pick me up in the middle of the night to go 10 miles. <laughs> it was worth it. He was he was so surprised. He's like, I don't understand why you're leaving. And I'm like, you will. Like he'll get it eventually. It's just like you can't tell someone that they're special and that they mean something to you and then act like they're not even there. And I and I told him I realized that I needed to leave because if I had a daughter and she was with a man like him, it was acting like she wasn't even there, I would say leave and I would pay any amount of money to get her out of there. So that daughter became me because I needed to do that. And it's funny because I'm at my mom's house and I have not told her about any of this. Knowing that she doesn't listen to my podcast, I'm just saying it freely because your parents don't need to know everything about you, (laughs) number one, especially if it's not going to help you at all to share a piece of you with them that it's just going to drain your energy. Are you going to get something out of it? 
are they going to get something out of you telling them that thing or are they just going to think less of you and and yeah you could say is this me caring about what other people think yes however it is also very much me reserving my energy and that was a big part of why i decided to leave my ex as well is because he was not adding anything to my life he was just draining energy for me and i was tired of it so it felt really good to get out of there and i talked to my friend christina hi christina the next day for like a whole hour just processing that and i read her the text that i sent him which it ended up being like five texts but of course i heard nothing back because i think he just will probably like many men who are immature in an emotional way will just say oh you're being dramatic all this stuff you brought this on yourself you know how the, you know how these people are many of you listening have probably been with a man like that because there's so many of them <laughs> There's so many of them. Yeah, so it felt really good. And that has been weighing on me a little bit the last couple of days. So it feels really good to talk about it. I appreciate having this space to be able to share. On with the rest of the show. I wanted to come on and share with you guys this incredible story, this incredible email from a woman. I'm going to call her Cassie. That is not her name. I want to protect her identity. But she emailed me the other day in response to one of my emails that just go out introducing myself when people opt in to get my free guide on how to get unstuck. And she had also booked a 15-minute discovery call with me magically. I don't know how. I, I've checked this thing over and over again. I think it's a software glitch somewhere. I cannot find it. But after the Digital Nomad Summit that I was a part of, people started opting in to be a part of my email list. They wanted to get the goods. I don't blame them. They're good goods. <laughs> and I saw that she booked a 15-minute discovery call. And I reached out to her. I'm like, hey, I don't do these anymore, but I want to know what's up. So give me give me the lowdown, right? And I've since figured out how to deactivate the calendar, but I just can't figure out why it's, it was showing up for so many people. I got five people book calls. I'm like, I don't see the calendar. Where are you guys seeing this? But anyway, so Cassie responded to me, reaching out to her, asking her what's up, letting her know it was a glitch, that we don't do those 15-minute calls anymore, because mainly 15 minutes is just not long enough. An email is just better for everybody. It's asynchronous. You don't have to be the same place at the same time. It's, yeah, I've had a lot of rescheduling happen with those calls, and I just don't, I don't offer them anymore. So anyway, she wrote to me, she said, hey, Caitlin, I saw your interview, the second one, because I did two on the Digital Nomad Summit, and she downloaded my ebook. And she said, I'm guilty of having my Proofread Anywhere program collecting dust for now, hoping to dig into it someday. And then in parentheses, she said, it's always someday for me. But she said, that's how I was introduced to you. She said it was about two years ago, and she'd been receiving the occasional email related to proofreading every now and then. And then she suddenly started seeing the other names attached to them. And she recently discovered that I sold Proofread Anywhere. It is true. I sold Proofread Anywhere. It is the best decision I ever made. <laughs> As an intermission here to this email, it is really the best decision I ever made because this kind of stuff that I'm doing now, it fits in very well with Proofread Anywhere, but it would have to fit inside the Proofread Anywhere size box. And with the CEO I had before who just was, I wouldn't call him necessarily controlling, but he had control over what I produced. And what we sold uh, to the audience. And I didn't want that. I don't think I could produce. So I didn't until after we sold and then I wasn't attached to him anymore. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. So she's congratulating me on selling the business. And yeah, Cassie says, I don't know what's wrong with me. She says, that's the bottom line. 
I've spent years and dollars on trying to figure it out. I have invested so much money on transformational coaching, tapping, breath work, self-hypnosis, procrastination programs, etc. And she admitted that seeking psychiatric help was starting to cross her mind against all of her instincts. And there's a reason that it's against your instincts, right? Because it's just bullshit. But we'll get into that. She says, I've never felt or been worse financially, emotionally, physically. She's wondering out loud, is it pre-menopause? Am I crazy? And she said, it's exacerbated by the fact that I know what it takes to transform, according to what I learned, that she could even teach a course on it at this point. But for some reason, it isn't working for me. Now comes the guilt and shame of failing and beating myself up for not thinking better thoughts and feeling broken, helpless, and hopeless and just giving up on trying and even thoughts on giving up on life. And she said that tears well up when she expresses that part. I know exactly what it's like to be there. She's 47 years old, lives in Colorado for most of her life. She says, I have a cute cat, an awesome boyfriend who is unaware of the depth of this agony. I can mask it well, though the mask is slipping a bit. And I'm a truck driver, which isn't a bad gig as I enjoy road trips and traveling, but I despise the industry. I've been dreaming of a way out, looking for freedom, but I just can't make it work. I've invested in many opportunities, such as for Freed Anywhere, but I just can't seem to take action. The resistance is so effing powerful. It's debilitating. I'm so stressed and anxious. I have panic attacks lately and never had those before. I'm exhausted all the time, and I can't remember a time when I wasn't exhausted. I put myself in large debt, promising myself that this time will be different due to a desperation to make my freedom dream happen. But sometimes I ask myself, why is freedom so important to me? I feel like I want it because all I want to do is nothing all day, like legit nothing. Binge watch the great British baking show. I've lost any passion and creativity that I've had. And I built a ceramic pottery studio in the garage and haven't stepped foot into it in over three years. Any real reason to get up each day other than to pay the bills survival. I'm just existing over here. And then what I love is that she acknowledges that we all have a story. And she gave me some bullet points. Divorced parents at seven. Her dad died in a car accident when she was 15. A wild sister who she hasn't spoken to in almost a decade. A victim mother. And I also super appreciate Cassie's awareness. She says, I'm aware of the irony as I'm pouring my story out on this digital page to a virtual stranger. A few awful relationships, which I just shared with you about the awful relationships that I am finally out of. You know, it wasn't even really a relationship. It was like a situationship. So and that was a big reason why I wanted to share that openly with you guys, because everybody deals with this stuff. OK, we're all in the same boat. We're just figuring it out together and we're getting out of it together and we're moving on and we're building a new life, creating ourselves, transforming together. Yeah. Then it gets better. So Cassie's story gets better. She says, here's what has happened in the last couple of weeks. After promising myself not to ever be sucked into any kind of self-help, transformational, better life information ever, ever, ever again, because I've given up, remember? I went against my own foot down rule and just clicked on your email link to your second interview on Digital Nomad Summit and I was blown away. I point out the second interview because I resisted watching the first one since, again, I have given up. From there, I discovered your podcast. This podcast that y'all are listening to right now, which originally started as a podcast called Misdiagnosed about the industry of mental health and my journey through it and out of it. And she says, I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off of me. 
in caps, it's the actual physical brain. It's not just the mind. This topic has never come up in any other coaching I've witnessed or have been a part of. It never even occurred to me. It is so compelling and you are explaining it so well. And I'm reading this first thing in the morning. Picture me reading this first thing in the morning. It felt so good to have this affirmation, this validation, this confirmation, all those happy words that what I am doing is making a difference, that people are hearing this information and it's changing their lives so quickly because it's true. There aren't a lot of coaches who are talking about it. And we'll get to more on that in a minute. Cassie says, I'm currently in the series regarding the brain and emotion that at one point you mentioned that you love just talking freely, like you're only talking to one person, but that person is me. And that person's also you listening to this right now. And the whole reason that Cassie responded was because I had asked her, you know, to tell me what's going on. How can I help um, in response to her having signed up for a discovery call? which I don't even offer anymore. So this is like kismet, right? This is just like the a glitch in the matrix that's bringing people together that need to learn from each other and grow from each other. And I'm so glad that Cassie reached out to me because I have gotten so much insight and confirmation into what people are dealing with because I kind of always knew because this is stuff that I have dealt with in the past as well. So I'm just hearing a lot of echoes and they're just saying, yes, the universe is saying, yes, you're on the right path. This is what people need. This is what people are working with. Cassie says, I'll admit I'm still traumatized by any transformational coaching not working for me. Plus, I unfortunately cannot invest one more real penny on anything like that at this point because she's dug too big of a financial hole. And when I get to my response to Cassie's email, I will address that exact point. She said, I wanted to say thank you for crossing my path and thank you for crossing my path, Cassie, and reigniting a sense of mattering for me, at the lowest I've ever been, I will continue binging your podcast and re-listen to it with a pen and paper and then start delving into the other resources you referred to and pull from to create it, like Anthony William, Medical Medium. Yeah, so if you listen to the earlier episodes of this show, I am obsessed with Medical Medium books. I have all of them. Most of them are in the van. It's a very small van, so I don't have room for all of them. They would not all fit on my shelf, but if you are experiencing any kind of health difficulties, I implore you, can't force you, nobody can force you to anything, and I don't want to force you, but I invite you to read that book because I thought I had tried everything. I thought nothing was working. I thought I was just broken, and then I read that book, and it opened my eyes to what I was doing wrong and why it wasn't working, and I think that's information that everybody needs to understand, and it, it will change your life. I guarantee you. Yeah, so yeah, she's going to be delving into those resources and start discovering who I really am as I try healing my brain from toxicity and damage from the emotional and physical traumas. I'm willing to give it a try. And that in itself feels hopeful. And she said, my first actionable, actionable step is to stop drinking coffee slash caffeine. I just packed up my grinder and AeroPress before I sat down to write this email. Thank you again. And thanks for reading this. So, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was the best. And I, I said that to her when I wrote back. I said, oh, my goodness, Cassie, I'm so happy to have received your email. And I responded in line with her email. So I just wrote in blue underneath certain parts of her email to address them. I wanted to tell her that I said, you aren't alone. A huge reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now is this kind of stuff, right? Proofread anywhere works. But if the person who wants to do it is stuck, and it feels like it's not working and you just can't do it. And there's that resistance that's so strong. What then? 
And I even told her I couldn't create self-transformation school or even this podcast with the CEO who was running the show because he thought, at least at that point, all it was nonsense. And so selling Proofread Anywhere was the best way to get rid of him in the nicest way. I mean, that nicest way. So I could be free to create exactly what I wanted, really for the first time in my life. This is the first time I've been completely free from a dude who owns part of my business and who has to say what I create and how I spend my time. Yeah. And I told her, I'm super glad you didn't go to a psychiatrist because that's the best way to guarantee you'll start selling selling yourself, <laughs> telling yourself a story that something is wrong with you. And that's how psychiatry ruins lives. Because people start identifying with and creating a story around the beliefs that they are so-called mentally ill when it's a symptom of something deeper. It's perfectly normal to be experiencing these types of things that that she's experiencing because she's been going through everything she's been going through. And it's not your fault. I said you didn't already know what was wrong. It's not your fault that you didn't already know because we are all basically conned into becoming part of a society that is run by industry. Even our government is one giant corporation posing as an economy. It's all designed to hide from us our own power. So we remain dependent on them. It's a power thing. Yeah. And in response to Cassie telling me about the resistance being so effing powerful, and that's what she said, effing powerful. I'm not I'm not censoring that. I, I like the way that she spells that. It is very debilitating. And the reason that resistance is powerful is because your ego, your false self that we often believe that we are, is just trying to keep us safe from all the scary unknowns that Truthfully, the ego has no idea about the future because it only operates from the past. So we get stuck in fight or flight mode, which is a very highly catabolic state of being that will eventually lead to burnout. And if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know how I know that because I've been through it. Burnout is not just a state of mind, right? It is a state of depletion that results in mental illness symptoms like panic attacks, like anxiety, like depression, all those things. And it's a state of depletion because the brain needs nutrients and hydration to be the receiver and the transmitter of information. So our thoughts, right? Receiver and transmitter of our thoughts. It needs that. It's designed to have that. And when it has those, thi those things, it can handle the stress of the everyday so much better. And when it starts to become depleted or deficient or toxic because we live in a toxic world, toxins are everywhere, then the brain doesn't function as well. And that's when fatigue and exhaustion sets in and it becomes our new normal. And when we're not aware of why that's happening, it creates even more stress in our, in our brain and our body. And the ego will create stories to explain why. And those become our new beliefs. So this is my reality. And that's usually when we turn on ourselves and experience a lot of beating ourselves up, self-hatred, that sort of thing, because we think something is wrong with who we are as people. We think we are broken, okay? And we all have a story. The ego invents stories to explain and to help us get through. And it can be very helpful, but it can keep us so, so, so stuck because we start defining ourselves by the story. Because we do have the ability to rewrite it. And learning how to do that changes everything. But we aren't given these tools to rewrite our story or even to understand that we have a story. We're taught that they're just facts of life. Okay, yeah, that happened to you. That's who you are. You're a rape victim. You're a, you know, degenerate. Whatever your story is, you know, it could be anything. Or I'm just a proofreader. I used to tell myself that, you know, or I'm just a proofreading blogger. You know, all these things that we tell ourselves to box ourselves in to make us feel safe and 
to help explain the way that we're feeling. And yeah, we're not given those tools in school because the school system is designed to make us cogs in the wheel of a giant industrial machine called the economy. Yeah. And I love that Cassie got sucked in to my second interview because it was a really, really good interview on Digital Nomad Summit. The universe has our back, you know, and I think that it's Cassie's higher self, no doubt, that was the inner voice that she listened to. And I, I do truly know what it's like to honestly believe that I have tried everything and that nothing will work. So why bother? That's the way I felt before I read the medical medium books, as an example. And I felt that for a long time. I just felt so depleted. And I was like, this is my new state of being. This is the way things are now. I, your brain doesn't have a way to communicate that it's not happy. Right. So you start experiencing these so-called mental illness symptoms and you go online and you try to figure out why you're feeling this way and it just tells you that you have a genetic disorder. And that's just not right. It's not true at all. I told Cassie that it doesn't sound like that she's given up, especially as she gets into where she's telling me that she binged her my podcast. That doesn't sound like that she's given up to me. And, and I told her maybe that's the first thought that you rewrite, that first story you rewrite for yourself. Take a minor edit from I've given up and yes, our stories can be just one, three word sentence, like I've given up. And we can shift that to I'm never giving up because it really doesn't sound like Cassie's going to give up or has given up. Yeah. And it was my favorite part of the email when she told me that she felt like a huge weight had been lifted off of her because she realized that it's the actual physical brain and not just the mind. Because I, too have noticed that brain health almost never comes up in mindset coaching. <laughs> they barely even touched it when I was in coaching school either. And it was appalling. And truly, I, and I got confirmation from this reading Brain Saver by Medical Medium, which I did a ton of episodes on. I did not finish the book because I just got so tired of it. But I did the bulk of it on the podcast. I reviewed the whole book, almost the whole book. And he confirmed that all the mindset and breath work and yoga and who's it, what's it, all of that stuff will never work if your brain is stressed physically. So if it's in that state of depletion, if it's in a state of toxicity, if it's in a state of dehydration. Yeah. So it just makes logical sense. And I told Cassie that her brain is going to love the fact that she stopped drinking coffee. And I told her to start drinking filtered water, try to get the fluoride out if you can, and to put lemon or lime into the water and drink it all day if you can. And with regard to not being able to invest another penny into coaching, I told her, you're going to get so much out of just the podcast and my email list. And it really doesn't matter to me if anybody signs up for my retreat in February. I know that people will because it's going to be amazing. Two entire days. We're going to go through a lot of awesome stuff together. And I call it Transform for a reason. I gave her a little spoiler alert on self-transformation school that I'm going to have an extremely like no-brainer, low price for joining Cell Transformation School. It's a group coaching program where we're going to be able to continue the magic beyond the Transform Retreat for less than what you actually paid for the Transform Retreat. So when I say no-brainer, it's going to be like, Caitlin, why are you doing this? But the truth is, I don't need the money. I don't need the money, but you do need to invest something for it to mean something to you. So that's why it is there. there is money involved. But I'm renting out my house. I have three other income properties and I live in a van. I don't need the money. So that's how you can know that what I'm doing is from the deepest depths of my soul and heart and not because I am in any desperate need or any need at all, for that matter, for your money. It's not about that at all. Yeah. And I said, if you're diving into the medical medium and learning that info, it is so life changing 
in a way that I feel so confident about my health in a way that I've never felt before. I don't fear cancer or mental illness or autoimmune or even menopause anymore. And I'm about to turn 36, 37. I'm 36 now. <laughs> so, you know, I'm kind of getting out there towards that time of my life. In fact, before I found medical medium, I was told I was experiencing perimenopause already. And some of the symptoms I was experiencing were indicative of that. But it was all because of the Epstein-Barr virus and its effects on my body that I learned from medical medium. But I don't fear any of that stuff anymore because now I understand what those symptoms really mean and how the body and brain is trying to communicate with those symptoms. And so many especially mainstream medical doctors, but also many functional and alternative doctors just don't get that. There are many more doctors now than before who are implementing the medical media information into their practices. And it's wild because they have to be careful doing that since it's not in line with the allopathic, big pharma controlled uh, science, so-called science. There's like, as you maybe have heard from other episodes on the podcast, there's a whole classified medical industry that's not the public facing industry that controls what information gets dripped out to doctors. And that's why so much of our medical establishment is completely ineffective. And we're seeing so much more illness, both mental, chronic and otherwise cancer than ever before because their treatment isn't working and people are just getting sicker and sicker and sicker, not to mention all the stuff that's in our food and water that's making us sicker as well and the habits that our society is fostering. Yeah. So I wanted to share that with with you guys, that amazing email. And I did hear back from Cassie. She was really excited to um, get a response from me. And I'm excited to have her in my sphere because I needed to I needed to hear it, you know, as, as much pain as she's been experiencing, I needed to hear that, yes, there were people out there who were listening and who are getting this information and understanding what the missing pieces are. So, yeah, this is this is like I like to call it a blue ocean where, you know, there aren't a lot of people talking about the link between brain health and mental health and your mindset. And you can like there's the reason why all the coaching, yoga, meditation, whatever doesn't work. There's a reason. And it's because people aren't making their brains happy first. Because our brain is our motherboard. The brain is transmitting and receiving information. It's helping us generate our thoughts and process our thoughts. But if the brain isn't happy, it's not going to do that very well, which is why the mindset stuff doesn't stick and doesn't work. So if we do both those things at one time, then it's amazing what we can do together. So yeah, and that's it. So I'm going to wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, I'm going to put links in the show notes so you can grab that PDF. If you don't have it, you can email me if you want to. I love to hear from you guys. Maybe your email and an alias, of course, will end up on the show at one point as well. I love you. I care about you. And I will see you in the next episode. Happy New Year. Bye-bye.